What's going on, guys, and welcome back to episode 12 of Back to the Field. We, uh, we're on a bit of a bye week ourselves here on the podcast, but we're back at it and getting back to our roots with giving you all our weekly breakdowns, our game picks, and our betting lines for our gambling degenerates out there. Not going to waste too much of y'all's time. You already know what to do. Go ahead, crack open that beer. As always, listen responsibly. Let's get All right, let's go ahead and get this started. Uh, it's actually been a while since we've uh, since we've recorded. Uh, I know break. last episode, yeah, dude, had ourselves our own, you know, our own little bye week on on the podcast. But I know before we started, you said you wanted to go ahead and talk about the story of how you kind of snuck in uh, into the to the lounge. So why don't, okay. why, don't we, why don't we kick off with that? Yeah. So the story is went to the Wizards game last night. Uh, we went not, I mean, usually I don't go on a weekdays, but because, uh, Laura is a Spurs fan, uh, they were in town. So we decided to go. And because of it, I had one drunken Saturday night. I was like, well, you know what? Let's treat ourselves. So I bought the expensive, um, all, all inclusive, uh, VIP tickets courtside, you know, two seats or two rows behind the basket. Uh, didn't you do something similar for like a baseball game as well? Yeah. Those are the PNC diamond clubs. Oh, gotcha. Okay. Um, <laughs> Damn. And so I, so, so I, I knew what I was doing, but I kind of like, you know, I just had that liquor confidence of like, you know what? We can do this. I can do this, whatever. You know, it just kind of pushed me over the ledge to, to click buy, uh, that Saturday night. Anyway, so bought those like really expensive tickets. Um, you know, for both, you know, I picked up her ticket too. So a lot of money out of my pocket. I'm looking forward to the game. We, uh, you know, you get the emails notification from, bought it from StubHub, got the emails from StubHub say, Hey, your tickets are now ready. You know, click here to get the you know, QR code or that little square code that you scan at the, the thing. Go to the little line to scan in to get into the stadium. The machine, little handheld machine they scan it with says cannot scan or, or barcode not scannable. Something in the line. <laughs> I'm like, what? I'm like, so. Like, do you get these off of like StubHub or something? Yeah, or did you actually off, just off StubHub. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, gotcha. Okay, okay. And so I'm like, well, here, look, watch. I'm going to the app. I'm clicking on see my tickets. And then I'm, you know, I can see both you know, her ticket and my ticket. And they try scanning both, still won't work. And they're like, oh, well, you need to get the code from you know, either Ticketmaster or Monumental Sports because both of the Monumental Sports is basically the Washington site for Ticketmaster, basically. Um, and, and apparently anytime you buy a ticket off, like, you know, SeatGeek, StubHub, any third-party site, you know, the ticket should be transferred into your uh, Ticketmaster slash Monumental Sports account, right? And then from there, you would access the barcodes. For whatever reason, I, weren't, I wouldn't sent an email of that barcode. Um, and that's why the barcode on StubHub's app wasn't working because you have to do it through like the Monumental Sports slash Ticketmaster, uh, you know, either app or through it through its email that you get to confirm the tickets. Yeah. So I'm thinking either I bought some bad tickets that were either fake or the or or, or the guy who I bought it from didn't you know transfer the tickets um, to me. 
And so I'm, I call up StubHub. I pretty much rip them new one. I'm like, you know, I spent this much money. I'm already at the gate or I'm already in the stadium, but I can't get through the gates to get to my seats. You know, uh, it's all inclusive package. So I'm very excited. Like, uh, uh, they just renovated the Verizon center or capital one with this new, like, uh, uh, floor, uh, floor lounge. Like it's kind of, you, you know, when we went to the arena football game, uh, the Valor yeah. and it's, it's very similar oh, like to that. Like a floor bar or something yeah, like that. Yeah. So it's very, it's a little nicer, you know, there's more tables and there's like a long tabletop that people can just post up against if you don't want to sit in your seats. I mean, of course, if you do, you can just literally just go 10 feet ahead and you're, you know, I'm the second row from the court. So it's awesome seats. And then you have access to the, you know, the, the lounge, you know, you know, you go in in the corner of the stadium on the floor and it takes you, you know, down a tunnel, takes you to this really nice lounge, which is like all you can eat, nice food, you know, prime rib, chicken, you know, wings, you have all kinds of desserts, you know. All you can drink, I'm assuming as all well? All you can drink, beer, spirits, right. you know, everything and everything. You know, it's the same place you can also see where the coaches does their uh, post-game interviews on TV. You can actually see that little room too through this lounge. Uh, so it's kind of cool. So I get there and I'm like, well, so I'm ripping StubHub a new one. I'm like, what the hell? I spent this much money. I'm already at, I went out of my way to go to DC on a Wednesday night because I'm not even big on going to DC on like weekdays. And so like, and so they try to figure it out. You know, they tell me, you know, try this, try that. They'll try to reach out to the seller. It didn't happen. So like, well, the best we can do is just issue you some like similar tickets, you know, because the ones that you guys or the ones that you bought don't work. Well, luckily, this is all happening like while you're I'm still like at like the I center. Went through, like, yeah, I went through security, so I'm inside like by will call inside the stadium. I'm just I just gotcha, I haven't gotcha. been through yeah. like the scannable so that you can go like through the concourse. Yeah. Um. And so, well, I'm all right. Well, just give me any other VIP ticket you know that you guys have available. They're like, oh well, we don't have any available. How about section 108 row B? I'm like what? No, I, I don't want that. I spent like you know. You know, hundreds and hundreds of dollars on these two tickets. Uh, I don't want some corner seat. It ended up being a corner seat, you know, row B, and it was too low where it's like you're almost you're. It's too low where you can't see the, really the game that very well, especially in the corner. So I don't want that. So I'm like, just give me a VIP, anything on She's Like, well, we don't have that. I'm like, fine. So I'm like, you know, Laura's here. She wants to see the game, the Spurs. I'm like, all right, whatever. So what they do is basically whatever the cost is for the new tickets they send me, they take it off. They refund me my money, but then they take out the difference between what the two two tickets they sent me cost. So let's just say hypothetically, uh, the total cost for the the tickets were five hundred dollars, and the tickets for the the total for the new uh, new tickets that they sent me uh, for that row B, like section 108 in the corner, were like $100. So I get refunded $400 no matter what. All right. So I get, I'm already going to get that money back. It's more than 400 by the way. I'm just kind of making it an even uh, number. Um, and so then they give me, so we get the two tickets finally, you know, and I got there early too, cause I had the all inclusive. So I want to get my money's worth and, you know, eat and drink, you know, about, you know, once gates open at six games at seven, of course I don't get into like six fifty. and you know, I'm pissed and I'm like, I'm just sitting at the table or sitting in our seats. I don't really like the seats. You know, I'm Laura's kind of down cause she knows I'm upset and how much I looked up for it. <laughs> and so I still have, like, I took screenshots of this ticket that I was sent to me or I accessed through StubHub, you know, yeah. and it, and it's saying like gold West side VIP, all inclusive Etihad, um, you know, has the, the scan code thing, you know, section row and, you know, seat number to those. But again, that wouldn't work. 
So I was like, you know what? Let me see if this ticket even resembles what people who are in this, who are in the, uh, you know, all inclusive area. See if my ticket even looks right or looks similar. Yeah. So I go to these guys who are sitting down in seats. They're on the, you know, baseline floor seats. And I just said, hey guys, can I see what your ticket looks like? I just want to make sure that I wasn't scammed or sent the wrong tickets. Um, and so they, well, I look at their tickets. It's the exact same thing. I mean, it, it's there's no difference. Um, okay. And so, well, what's kind of weird too is like. It, both his tickets and my tickets, you could probably do this for every game. What I'm about to tell you is because there's no like date on it. There's no game. It's just like, you know, it says, you know, gold W for West, uh, you know, section this, row this, seat this, that's it. And of course, in the, you have the code, you know, whatever. Yeah, I, I know what you're talking about. But like, so I've tried doing that with like me and one of my friends, we've tried doing that with. Uh, actually tickets for like the ferry that we will like here between Jersey and New York. Right. And the date actually is like actually inputted in the, the scannable code. So like they may not have the thing in there, but that QRF code, that little box thing, like that actually has that information. So when right. people scan it, like it'll show up. But I assume like once you scan it once, you can't scan it again. I assume. Yeah, yeah, I don't exactly. Know. Yeah. Uh, so I confirm it looks like it. You know, it looks like the same. So I look at Laura. I was like, you know what? We're already in the we're in the, already in the stadium. We already got through like the scannable line. You know, so we're already in here. We can walk wherever we want. Maybe we should should just try and go to the lounge. Just walk down there. Show them the tickets that wouldn't work, but they looked exactly like everyone else's tickets who's in the all inclusive area. So I'm like, fuck it. Let's just try it. Go there. Everyone's yep. He's like, yep. You're walking the right direction. You know, you're going each each ushery. You know, walk down to at the you know, concourse and you walk down the stairs and you got to go down the middle. And there's an usher there in the middle on the f- floor. And he says, all right, go to your left and walk down the tunnel in the corner. You know, towards that lounge area with all the food and drinks. I'm like, all right, fuck, we're in. Like, you know, I was excited. Um, you know, going through the tunnel, I can see and smell all the food and drinks. But then, like, as you're walking in without, like, the bracelet yet, you know, they still give you, like, a little thing. I thought, like, hey, I'm already in here. I've been, I've shown my ticket to the other ushers. They've directed me. They're just going to see my ticket and uh, just give me the bracelet as well as Laura's. And so then they try, they go into this, they point you to the left side of the tunnel and get in this line, like, in the lounge area. And they try to, they want to, they scan your ticket or code again to make sure you're not sneaking in. I'm like, fuck you know like now i'm like what am i supposed to say like i I snuck in and um you know i was you know of course i had the two tickets i could sit by but you know i've already sat there the usher who was monitoring those corner seats that were that got us in you know knew we already sat down so if they saw us trying to sneak into below they know we're trying to pull something um so then of course it wouldn't scan they're like are you sure you have the right tickets i'm like yes and i blatantly lied i said yeah use this ticket to scan me in and it got me in through the gate like totally lied about that because <laughs> and it kept on going one person brought over another person then that person brought over their manager and she's like where'd you buy i'm like i bought them off StubHub. like i'll show you the email like the guy just sent me through 30 minutes ago because i didn't get them originally I-, I lied that i lied to saying oh i didn't get these tickets until you know up until like maybe an hour ago and so i had to e- call StubHub and they emailed me so i took them to the email showed showed them the um like the copy of the, the copy, like I think, I, even though you can access from your phone or the app, I still screenshot the tickets because the, the QR code still works no matter what. 
so I show him the screenshots that I have, or you know, actually it was the PDF file that the guy sent me from StubHub. You know, it didn't work. But then, and they're trying to scan it, still doesn't work. Finally, brings over a manager. She's like, "So where did you buy these?" I was like, "StubHub." And she goes, "Hmm, yeah, you probably don't want to do StubHub. You know, Ticketmaster is probably the best place to do it." And then she kind of smirkly says, "Like, how much did you pay for them?" And I'm like, "You know, a lot. Didn't lie about that. It was a lot." But and Laura was playing the game all, all as well too. She, you know, she's you know, she was <laughs> definitely have to make sure she's in on it as well. Yeah, or she just like, randomly goes, Oh yeah. Didn't we get some other tickets in like yeah. another section? You're like, ah, oh, God damn it. I told her, I was like, play the game. And she's like, shut <laughs> up. I know. Like she already knew like what I was yeah, doing. Yeah. Like, and so finally she's, and the final manager was like, you know what? F it. Just, just let them in. Just give them a bracelet, you know? And then she took down my, like the ticket number, like the row seat number and all that. And she's going to look into it, but I know she wasn't. She's just writing on a piece of paper. Uh, and so we got in. So instead of paying like, uh, and I'll tell you the actual amount, like the actual amount was like 380 per ticket. Right. Uh, Damn. Okay. So, uh, which is comparatively really good compared since they are like a thousand dollars a piece. Sure. Yeah. Um, so for, so we get into the lounge and we're able to stay in the lounge, get all, all you can eat, all you can drink. We didn't sit in the seats cause we don't know if the guy who didn't transfer it was actually showed up and, you know, sitting in those seats. So we're like, let's just stay in this like little floor level lounge where you can still watch the game. And, you know, either, you know, there's a little drink and food setups outside if you didn't want to yeah. go in the lounge. And so we did that. So we got the all inclusive and floor seats slash just floor space that you can kind of walk around. Uh, for a total of like 150 bucks total. And, oh yeah, because because they refunded your other tickets yeah, and I'm then gave a, you like the difference, right? Not only am I getting a refund of over 500 dollars, I'm getting. Uh, I already got a 265 dollar credit towards StubHub for any purchase. Wait, why? Why did they give you that credit? Because I was complaining on the phone of how fucked up this situation is and how this is not my fault and everything like that. <laughs> so, <laughs> and so they felt bad. We're like, yeah, yeah, yeah sorry, we'll, we'll refund you the money, and then we're, you know we're going to give you this you know credit for our, for our site. Sure. They gave me two hundred and sixty five dollars worth of credit. That that's probably the difference between your t- like your actual VIP tickets and some other rand like the other tickets they gave you. May, may, well, I don't know he said face value at before fees is like fifty two, fifty three bucks. Gotcha, gotcha. Like okay. So really, it's like you know eighty or something. But still, 80. damn dude, two hundred sixty bucks. That's not bad at all. Plus a refund of five hundred dollars and plus <laughs> yeah. that credit. And, and then, like I said, for a total of like one hundred and fifty bucks, we we ate like kings, we drank like kings, and we had great seats or views to the game yeah I mean, it, it was uh, it was an all-time you know all-time I, I experience mean, obviously yeah. like it's you know hindsight 2020 if like shit didn't work out of the manager or whoever was like an absolute dick she like she easily could have been like oh well fuck like i'm sorry like we can't let you in but, yeah i mean uh, she yeah, probably saw like you know out. there's like you know there's 100 people in here like what's an extra two people just walking around because there's always open space where you can just walk around and stand like you know yeah yeah correct like you did for the valor game you know there's open that space. was fun i'm not gonna lie that that valor game whatever we like we're doing that was that for was 50, 50 bucks that's a steal oh yeah 50 bucks all you can eat like stand like right behind the right behind the end zone all you yeah. can well, it wasn't all you can drink well it, yes, was, it was an open bar i think yes, it was. So all you can drink yeah yeah, well, up until like a certain point too. Like, well, just, you know, I mean, all far. games like you know, hockey it's through the through the second period, basketballs until the fourth quarter starts. You know, of course, last game when the fourth quarter is almost about to start, you know, you had little beer stations behind you in the little open area uh, where you can see the court. So you know, we're both going back and forth between each section asking for two <laughs> beers. And there's one point in during the fourth quarter we had like eight beers between the two of us. We had 
three cups of wine, and then they also had a rum punch, which was actually pretty good. So we had a couple. Ah. We had some of those as well. Got some um, fancy shit. Yeah, so we definitely got our money's worth. Damn, uh, dude. Well, I mean, I, I I can't say I've had any had any experience like that as as far as like sneaking in or anything like that. And I feel like only you can complain your way into a into a VIP section. It's beautiful. It's, it's American dream. Hey man, I'm I'm all for it. But I guess we might as well just use that. Let's let's kind of segue into uh into American football, you know, America's, American dreaming to America's game. There it is, man. Um it's been a couple weeks since we last spoke. Uh I know at least from an Eagles side, we did have a big game last week against the Patriots. It was a uh, kind of a disheartening loss. I mean, we were in it pretty much up until the last drive. And uh, I mean, the the key kind of takeaway and a lot of the articles that I saw as well is like, is Carson Wentz as like, does he have that clutch factor, right? When, when it, when it comes down to that, Hey, your team needs to drive. And this is something that I think, you know, when we were even speaking to our friend, Mike, something that we haven't seen seen out of Lamar Jackson yet and something that I'd like to see is that, hey, your team's down by a score. You need to put together a two-minute drive. Like, how efficiently can you do that against, like, a top-tier team? Um, I mean, we were able to get down, like, down there fairly quick, but just kind of overthrowing a couple, couple receivers. And then, obviously, you know, everyone's blaming Alshon for not catching that last pass. But, um, you know, not Alshon. I think it was Aguilar. Uh, it's, it's not on him. I mean, it was a, he did, he should have tracked the ball better, but I mean, at the end of the day, a loss is a loss. Big fat um, loser. Yeah. Uh, and it, it's, it's going to be even more interesting because the Eagles are taking on the Seahawks who are actually a point and a half dog. Um, and I was actually thinking about taking this game, you know, you have, a lot of things that you can argue on both sides, like, you know, Russell Wilson's putting on a MVP type career, Uh, you know, Seahawks have the talent on both sides of the ball. But, you know, I think comparatively, Eagles are getting a lot healthier. I mean, that secondary stood up a lot better against Tom Brady than I thought they would. I thought that was going to be an absolute shootout. I thought Amendola and and company were going to have like 100 plus yards look the same way Aaron Rodgers kind of ripped us apart. But uh, should be an interesting game. Uh, not going to be taking this game, actually. Uh, but one of the games that I will be taking on the East Coast is uh, Oakland Raiders visiting the Jets. Uh, Oakland is a three-point favorite, road favorite. And I think they cover this with ease, uh, kind of going back to both things. I think Oakland has... Better talent on both sides of the ball. Uh, Jets, I think, are still trying to figure out what the fuck they're trying to do. Um, I mean, they have a lot of boomer bust, you know, and your uh, Jamison Crowders or kind of Robbie Anderson. Le'Veon Bell really hasn't shown any sort of resemblance to what he used to be. Uh, and I, I think Josh Jacobs has really kind of come out of his shell. I think definitely making a uh, a case for rookie of the year. Um and then I just think on the outside as well with uh, with House Williams, um, I think the Ra- Raiders should easily cover this uh, this three point spread. Yeah, they may may as well. Um, they're the one teams I've seen at least that seems like every week they've gotten better and better and better. 
I think they're six and four, if I saw correctly. And, you know, I don't think many people suspected that because you didn't know what you're going to get out of Josh Jacobs at, with, you know, the rookie running back. And then everyone anticipated having Antonio Brown and he leaves at the last second. So who knew, who knew what you're going to get with this offense and the defense has played pretty well. And I'll tell you what, they're sitting pretty with that uh, draft pick they got from Chicago for trading away Mac. Everyone thought Chicago is going to be like top of the division and they could be very well bottom 10. Yeah, I saw like some sort of stat on Instagram. I think either ESPN or SportsCenter put it out that uh, the Bears defense and Raiders defense, I think up until now, have the same amount of sacks. Um, so, yeah, I mean, Raiders are able to hold their own. And, yeah, the, the draft picks they got for uh, for Khalil Mack, like definitely coming into this this upcoming season where – there's definitely a lot of star talent on both sides of the ball. Um, you know, John Gruden initially was called crazy, but now, you know, his, uh, his, Looks pretty his good master now. plan is looking pretty good. Yeah. Um, so having said that, uh, there's no, I don't have a good segue. So F it. Um, my first pick will probably be, or not probably, this will definitely be my first pick because I feel the most confident about it is Detroit Lions covering against the Redskins. Anyone with two eyes and a brain doesn't really need an explanation. Um, Washington's going with Haskins for the rest of the season. Their offensive line sucks. They have no weapons. Uh, Detroit is playing Jeff Driscoll, I believe, since Stafford's out with a broken back or something like that. Yeah. But I think he's competent enough. They have weapons outside. They have a good defense or good enough defense. Three and a half points I'm showing on my side. Uh, I think they easily cover that. And, and again, I don't need to make a case for the Lions. Just whoever the Redskins are playing, take the other team. Yeah, I agree. And like, I mean, outside of scary Terry for the Redskins, right? There's really no one on the outside that kind of scares you for the Redskins. So, yeah. uh, and especially Still don't I think know what you have in Geis either since he's been coming off an injury. Yeah. So, I mean, it's, I think, I mean, if anything, uh, the star power, I think, comes out of the backfield with AP and Geis, but Detroit Lions do have a a very shady, good run defense as well, uh, which I'll actually use that as a segue for my next game. Um, but yeah, dude, I, I actually had this game as well, but I will, I'll let you go ahead and take claim over. Yeah, the minus three and a half is, is a little too close uh, for Detroit, and I think they should, uh, they should easily cover this. But kind of going into what I thought was a, what I saw uh, ESPN say was a number one run defense was actually out of, Tampa Bay. So Tampa Bay is a four point dog traveling to Atlanta. I will actually take Tampa Bay with the points. I think, you know, I I don't think Atlanta has figured out what is going on there. Uh, Matt Ryan, who, you know, everyone, including myself, kind of hyped up in the preseason saying that there's a bunch of dome games on their schedule. Matt Ryan's a completely different quarterback in the dome, but you know, neither of that has come to fruition. Um, Julio Jones has been quiet. They really haven't found anything out coming out of the backfield either. Um, and I think just Tampa Bay's, uh, I'd like to say probably an under-the-radar high-flying offense. Um, I think last I saw, Mike Evans and Godwin are in the top five, if not top seven, for uh, for receiving yards. So... Yeah, I think this four and a half, or sorry, four point spread. I think Tampa Bay should be able to keep it a close game. Uh, Atlanta may squeak out with like a field goal 
uh, in the last second, you know, off of what I predict would be like a fourth quarter Jameis Winston interception. But uh, I will I'll take Tampa Bay with the uh, with the four points. Yeah, I, I didn't even know what to think of that game just because, you know, in the early season at Atlanta, they've looked like shit on both sides of the ball. And then out of nowhere, they beat the Saints last week. So you're like, what the hell is going on? Or what, what are you going to get? Because they definitely have talent. They just aren't meshing well for some reason this year. I mean, it's not like there's been a huge overhaul. But- yeah, that's the thing too. Like they've got a, I mean, with the combination of Calvin Ridley and Julio Jones, like there's not many one two punch like that coming out of on the outside on like any other team i mean i would stack that pairing up against any team in the league and just out of like pure talent wise i mean sure you can maybe do like deandre hopkins will fuller but then again like will fuller is like very shoddy you know very injury prone but yeah dude i agree i have no idea what's going on atlanta and um i mean they definitely have the talent they're just not able to put shit together yeah, yeah, it's very uh, hard to understand. Well, I talked about uh, Mac earlier on, so I'll kind of segue into his old team, the Bears. Uh, they are favored by six points on my end, uh, playing against New York Giants. Giants getting six points. That uh, I mean, I don't think much of the Giants. I don't think they're awful. I think they're young and still kind of building with you know Daniel Jones and you have Saquon. Uh, I don't know, is Saquon playing? I forget. I got to – if he's not playing – I haven't seen any injury report on him not playing. Um, oh, you know I, there's, I you know what it was? It was talks of talks of shutting him down because I think he he turned his ankle or something like that. Oh, gotcha. Um, yeah, I mean, at this point in the season, why not, right? Yeah, so I think you know, he's definitely playing. So anyways, with him still playing, um, and the, the uh, Bears might bench Trubisky. I don't think they will, but – there's been talks of it, and then they just have looked like shit. I mean, they they, they don't know what they're doing out there. Um, so Giants getting six points seems like a lot. I would thought this would be more of a kind of a pick em or, you know, around a three, two-point spread. Giants getting six points, um, I'm salivating over that. I am definitely take the Giants to at least, uh, you know, uh, cover with the six points given. Yeah, I was looking at that as well, and – yeah, yeah, Trubisky, and I think we both kind of called it in in the preseason where I think a lot of people were hyped up on Trubisky, but I, I don't know. I, there was just not enough of him. A lot of people like saw game film from last season, so they were kind of really able to adjust, which I wouldn't be surprised kind of really foreshadowing to next season, which, you know, God knows what happened, but you know, this is really the first season that people are seeing Lamar Jackson in a team structured around him. So I think next season, once people have seen a full season of him, see what the scheme's like, I would be very surprised and kind of intrigued to see what Lamar Jackson's like next year. But I think that year is this year for Trubisky. Uh, six and a half. Uh, I've got six and a half on my side. Uh, I would take that as well. And just kind of even looking on the other side of the bet as well, over under at 40 points. Which, honestly, I think that's a little low. Uh, I, I mean, neither of these defense, defenses are anything to write home about, and they both kind of have their talents, you know, in their respective situations. Um, so I don't know. I think I'd take the under. The, all their offenses are to struggle to move the ball, but who knows? Yeah, I guess that also really depends on uh, on Saquon's health as well. Um, right. I, I know I forgot the receiver. That's um, Darius Slayton. There you go. I know he's come out. 
Um, and you also got Evan Ingram as well on the Giants. Uh, and I well, know yeah, Montgomery well, is Sterling, starting to... Sterling Shepard's coming back too for the Giants. Oh, well, there you go. Yeah, so actually, who knows? Maybe I might just take like a random side bet and um, and take the Giants and maybe like the over or something like that. You know, just, just get a little get a little funky with it. Um, so, okay, so I've got two bets. One bet I just kind of want to get your take on uh, before I kind of give you my final bet. So, Bengals are getting six and a half points against the Steelers. I when I first saw that I was fairly intrigued at this only because I feel like the Bengals are just like they just need that right situation to win a game. Uh, AJ I know, Green might play. I haven't seen an f- official update. What's interesting is that I've heard some reporters say that they might just bench him for the season and not even bother with him. But I, I, either way, like n- neither here nor there. But if AJ Green plays, I mean, it's a completely different story. But I know Joe Mixon scored his first touchdown of the season last you know, last week. Um, Pittsburgh Steelers, obviously, we know the big news surrounding what happened against the Browns. Um, we still don't know. If, I think Juju is still on concussion protocol. Uh, James Conner is banged up. I would be very, very surprised if they put a put Mason Rudolph back in QB again, uh, just from like the hit that he took. So. I don't know. I think a lot of pieces are not in place for Steelers. And I think the Bengals have sort of just held on by like a slim margin. And I think this is probably just one of those games where, especially from a betting aspect, that six and a half points does look like very enticing to me. Um, but like, I'm, I'm going to stay away from this game. Uh, I think it, it could go either way, but it was just one of those that like, I just wanted to highlight being that, you know, if you are a believer in whether it be Cincinnati or no teams going, you know, 0-16, uh, I think if any week, this would be the week for Cincinnati at home to kind of give their fans to something to root about instead of the uh, instead of the number one draft pick coming in. Yeah, I would stay away from that, but that's just me. Yeah. Uh, that being said, I think... You know, I'm not going to lie. I, I think the next, or I guess my last game that I'm going to take is um, Baltimore Ravens, three-point favorite, traveling to Los Angeles. Um, again, another team that I will kind of bucket in with the Atlanta Falcons. Just don't know what's going on out in L.A. Um you know, something is just not clicking with Sean McVay. Golf isn't looking like the QB that he used to be. Um, Gurley is starting to get the reps that he should be, but, you know, Gurley's not the Gurley that he was like two seasons ago. Um, and, you know, I think Robert Woods is out too. So, like, you really only have like Cooper Cup uh, out there kind of as a reliable receiver. So, and then obviously, you know, enough has been said about the Ravens sitting, I think, at number two in the AFC. Lamar Jackson, favorite to win MVP as well. Uh, I think they, um, I think they cover this easily on uh, on Monday night out in a out in LA. I wouldn't be surprised if Lamar Jackson puts up another like four touchdowns, two hundred passing yards, hundred fifty rushing yard kind of stats, and then like sits the entire fourth quarter or some shit like that. Yeah, it should be definitely a good game. Uh, good game to watch. By the way, I'm having honey whiskey. I wasn't feeling that great, but this is like almost like medication. 
is it the is it what the Jack Daniels, honey? Uh, I can't see the, the bottles turned the wrong direction where I can see through it. I can't see the label, but I think it's either Jack Daniels or Evan Williams. I want to say Jack Daniels, though. So. I don't. Yeah, I don't think Evan Williams makes honey whiskey. Oh, I think they do. I, I'm. I think anybody who makes a like you know the Evan Williams or Jack Daniels. Who's the other one I'm missing? The, the other popular whiskey uh, maker. It's um. Evan Williams, Jack uh, Daniels, and yeah, I'm sure I could just bro. do a quick, quick. Uh, I have no idea. Uh, Evan Williams, honey. Let's 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 go ahead and check this shit out. Oh no, okay, no, no. I'm thinking of Evan Williams, honey. Yeah. Uh, damn, dude. Yeah. Well, yeah, it's pretty good. Anywho, uh, who who are you taking as, yeah. your, as your last pick? Yeah, as you, uh, you sip last on medication. Pick, uh, so I think uh, the 49ers got exposed last week or two weeks ago when they lost to their first game against uh, Seattle. Um, because if you look at their schedule, they haven't really played anybody when they went 8-0. Finally, they go against a legit opponent um, against Seattle. Close game, but they lost. And so they're playing Packers. They are they are home, but they're playing against the Packers. Um, Packers getting three points. So if I can get points with Aaron Rodgers – at the helm, uh, I'm feeling pretty confident, even if it is a close game. So, uh, because Packers are getting plus three on my end, I'm going to take them to at least cover, if not win outright. Yeah, and like San Francisco is coming off of a close win against Carolina uh, against Arizona as well last week. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was a pretty interesting game as well. I think it was like a last minute touch, uh, like a last drive touchdown to put them up in the up in the lead with like I think ten or twelve seconds left in the game. Oh, it's Jim Bean. I just thought of it. It's Jim, Jim Bean. Bean. There you go. Yeah. yeah. Not to go on a tangent. <laughs> hey, man. We, we are back to the field. So, God always bringing, you know, incorporate some alcohol, which, you know, check out this little segue. I'm sure you're going to be uh, enjoying some alcohol as you travel down to Blacksburg for some college football. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Like that, I just like bought that, like that a, <laughs> I, so it's going to rain, not a lot. It's only called, I don't know if, I don't really consider this a lot. It says it's going to rain like 90% chance of rain during the day, but it says only a quarter of an inch, which doesn't sound like a lot. I mean, whether it's like a lot at, you know, really quickly or if just a, like a little mist, like, like throughout the day, doesn't seem like much in my opinion. Um, and so I had to, so I was like, you know what? I remember last year. You know, of course, we went out. It stayed up way too late. I think it was a noon game, and so we had to be up early, Definitely and we didn't, and we didn't have much time to tailgate. So that's why we got there early. So we had a lack of sleep. Everyone's feeling hungover from the night before, and everyone. It was kind of cold too, because I think it was in November as well. And you know, you had Lisa and you had Petey and others just wrapped in a blanket, all cold. You know, I think uh, Colleen was doing that too. And yeah. everyone was just <laughs> boring. Everyone was just it was just total and then it was our kill. dumbasses just, just getting sloshed in the town. <laughs> yeah, and I mean. You had to do something like, oh, man, I hope that doesn't happen again. So because it's mainly because it's raining and also I don't want people to be cold and wet and shit. I went out of my way and got a nice canopy. The one that's not only has a, like a top roof, but it has three walls that you can put up too. Ooh, um, nice. Okay. Yeah. So God forbid, if it does rain a lot, we'll have that coverage. So we're not just wropped in the towels, sitting in the back trunk of our cars, just yeah. twiddling our thumbs. And I'm, depend- not, I'm not doing that again. That was, that was dumb. We yeah, should have yeah. stayed in the house. No, and, and depending on, I guess, how big the canopy is, you know, you could probably open up someone's trunk and then... 10 by 10. And then like, oh, okay, yeah. Then you could probably like stick that canopy, like, you know, have someone's trunk door open and then have like slide the canopy right over it. And then you can, you know, you have like a 
I guess kind of like double coverage where if some people want to sit in the back trunk while some people like sit on the chairs, um, depending on, you know, how big it is. But right. Yeah. Nice, dude. I mean, we can just kind of use that. Right. So Virginia Tech came off of a pretty uh, a pretty big statement of a win. I'd like to say, I mean, yeah, it was against a very shitty Georgia Tech team. But I think on both sides of the ball, um, we we showed, I think. We we showed greatness for for a lack of better words for you know not saying that it was greatness enough that yo this team is like the real deal but you know thinking back like couple weeks before when we had pretty much chalked the season up uh you know this team has actually shown some sort of hope for the future um that being said this week we are going up against Pitt. Uh, we are a four point favorite at home, which, you know, rightfully so. Seems uh, like a lot. Yeah, but I, I think usually Vegas tends to favor favor us at home. Uh, I think there have been very few games where we've been. I mean, we've had a shit schedule, but very few games where we've been a, uh, a home dog. Uh, but yeah, I mean, Pitt, solid team. Um, they absolutely embarrassed us us last year uh this year they're not looking like the same team um yeah i think they have a different offensive coordinator they're not as run heavy as before they're kind of uh uh more of on a passing side of things and they're not as physical as they used in the past but i'm not putting anything past them there's still going to be a tough opponent i you know obviously you're not going to see a 45 to nothing you're probably going to see more of a you know my guess is like a 24 to 20 game yeah i think it's gonna be a lot closer game than most people think i mean we're coming off of a two game win streak uh and which is always always a perfect trap spot especially for for us uh, at least as far as i've seen in the past um so yeah i definitely see it being a lot closer game um who knows if you know the rain and the weather actually do end up playing a factor for this game um but i will say thus far i am very happy with what I'm seeing out of a lot of the young players, um, specifically out of the linebacking core, and then even from an offensive perspective. Uh, Keyshawn King is really stepping into it. And then even just out wide with um, with Hazleton, with Grimsley, with uh, Trey Turner. Uh, I mean, we've got some real talent out wide. And I, I mean, mean, the receivers was a strong point to begin with. That's what was so frustrating. That's like, you know, that that's, that's your strength. That's like, you know, or yeah, it's your strength on your offensive side. And yet they, they tried, I felt like they tried to run too much. And then, you know, obviously when they finally made the switch to hooker, then you started seeing the wheels turn. Yeah. And it, and it, it really is like a day and night when you see having that threat of a, a running QB in the back. Uh, it really does open up the game now. Obviously, even in Georgia Tech, when we played them, uh, there were a couple times where I'm like, guys, why are you guys running the same play like three times? Sure, like, you know, it'll work from time to time. But, you know, you start getting up against some some of these better teams. Uh, I mean, the play calling has to change. However, you know, needless to say, I think, you know, Tech should cover the spread. Um, if not, you know, just win outright. But... I know from our track record of us visiting games, Tech has not won. I will be absent during this visit, so who knows? I, it's maybe that's absolutely lose. crazy. I, I can't believe that. I couldn't even tell you last time I saw a game when they won. It, it might have been back when we were at school. Yeah, it, it probably was. 
Well, and actually, it was, yeah, and it was even, I think the last game that I saw Tech win that I was physically there was when we were at school, but it was the game before uh, we played Florida State. Because I remember it was Florida State was like a Thursday night game, and that was the last home game that we had. Uh, and I remember like it was our senior year, so yeah, it's it's been a while since yeah. I've like gone to a game and like seen them win. Well, they lost. No, they lost that Thursday night against Florida yeah. State. Yeah, they did. So it would it would be the game before that. I, I forgot whatever that home game. Oh, was. oh, oh! I got you. I got you. Okay. Um, but yeah, dude. So I mean, that kind of covers up Tech. Um, as far as the rest of the slate, I mean. There's only one ranked versus one, or I'm sorry, ranked versus ranked game, which is where college game day is going to be. Yeah, <laughs> it's, and it's kind of a, I mean, can it's we all agree? Yeah, can, they put it at noon. Yeah, can we all agree that that's like blasphemy? Like, why the hell are you going to put, and, and this is an important game more so for for Penn State. Like, if Penn State can beat Ohio State and they win out. They're they, back in the picture. Yeah, they, they're, they're, I mean, I think they'd be in the top four, right? Because then they Did would you just, see how many points they're getting? No, what's the spread? Hold up, let me check. Um, holy shit, eighteen! I got eighteen and a half on my end. Yeah, I mean, I'm taking that in Ooh. a heartbeat. Yeah, eighteen and a half plus eight hundred to win outright. Um, that's pretty that, sexy right there. Yeah, that I mean, an eight to one odds with you know eighteen and a half points is is very very enticing. Uh, now, obviously, it is going to be in the horseshoe, so. Uh, you know. Yeah, but you gotta believe. I mean, they're a good team. I know they lost to you know uh, Minnesota, Minnesota, but I mean they have talent. You know, eighteen points. I, I mean, given I, Ohio State's a better team, they should win. They're at home, like you said. But are they? Is it going to be an eighteen point difference? I don't think so. I mean, would is you, Chase what do you Young mean? still suspended or whatever? No, it's his first game back. But would you be surprised if Alabama or I'm not Alabama? Would you be surprised if Penn State won? No, definitely not. Yeah. So. What's going on here? Yeah. 18 and a half is definitely a lot larger spread than than I would have expected for for this kind of game. Uh, I think they're just assuming that because Penn State is just a higher ranked team and they rightfully so should be winning this game um, just with the talent that they have. Uh, it, it's for them being in-state rivals, this being a big game for Penn State uh, would be a huge statement win for uh uh, for James Franklin as well as the coach. Um, so uh, like I'm, I'm said, you, you, they team. absolutely need this. Oh yeah. I mean, this is like, this is for what's, playoffs what's, at least. Yeah. What's funny is that like this game, like lines up perfect. Like I will say this, like I'm glad that this was either, either a noon game or I really wish it was a Saturday night game. Cause I'm just going to like parlay this with watching the tech game as well. So it's going to be like an entire day's worth of drinking, even though I'm not at either of the games. Uh, I'm sure I'll be on my couch uh, cracking, cracking back some claws, man, you know. But that being said, I I think that's a that's about it. There's really not much uh, from the college I did try. I did try. Uh, yeah, that, that's the only game. Was, you said white claws. I tried. Uh, I got a variety pack this past weekend. Nice. Uh, was what was really weird is I think everyone can agree mango is the best flavor out of all of them. Agreed. So every uh, white claw is the best like brand type of hard seltzer. Yep. And of within there, mango is the best. I think everyone would agree for the most part. I got a variety pack. It didn't include mango. It had lime. It had like um, 
ruby, so, uh, ruby, uh, grapefruit, uh, ruby grapefruit like and then like black cherry, black cherry and raspberry. They're all really good. The lime was actually, I think the lime was my favorite uh, apps. Maybe it was black. Uh, what was it? Black cherry. Black cherry was my favorite. Then lime, then the raspberry and then ruby grapefruit, but they're all pretty good. Um, yeah, I'm not gonna like. I think everyone in all the flavors in the variety packs, I could go either way. Like, you can me like any one of them, and like I'll take them. But then if mango's in the picture, then like I'll take mango. But I do agree. I don't understand why they don't put mango in the variety packs. Like, just make like a 16 pack, and then just put like mango in there, right? Because um, like I, yeah. I but then again, I, I don't know if they think like mango's like one of those premium flavors or I mean, like have you ever pack? seen one have you ever seen a variety pack that had a mango in it no i have not they i probably do that see... on purpose because they know mango's the best and so they like force people to buy variety pack or they they they, they force i don't know i don't know what their strategy would be for I, don't know. I, I think it's i think it's good marketing in that so they force you to buy mango because everyone loves mango but then people are also like oh shit like i don't just want mango let me also get a variety so, so you can try everything that, else yeah so more right. than that people will get like the mango and uh and like the variety pack as well yeah i could see both angles where they included mango so you have others at your dispense too but because, like, I don't see any, like, separate... I mean, obviously, if you buy a four-pack, you can get each flavor, I think, but... Yeah. Um, but, yeah, dude, I, th- I think that kind of closes it out, um, at least from a NFL and college football point of view. Uh, I know next week is Thanksgiving week. We are going to have a bit of a interesting special episode, doing some uh, family feud or some Jeopardy-style... Um, it, it, I really feel like this episode could go one of two ways, either good or just shit. absolute shit show. <laughs> yeah. Like I'm going to, I'm leaning towards shit, but that's just me. Yeah. Like I just think that the amount of people that we're going to have mixing, mixing some liquor and it, it, it can go either one of, you know, one of two ways. Um, it'll probably end up being a kind of mixture of sports. So, We'll definitely have NFL, NBA, um, and NHL. Then might just have some like miscellaneous category being like who won the latest like cricket World Cup or some shit like that. Right. Um, but yeah, dude, uh, that kind of closes it out for episode twelve. Till next week. Till next week, man. Um, as always, it's been a pleasure, Eric. See ya. See ya.